I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Welcome back to Finding Myself. Today, I am so excited. I am here today with my former podcast co-host and younger sister, Courtney. Hello, hello. Hey, how's it going? Going good. All right, so just, yes, back on the mic. Back on the mic. So just to explain to some of my listeners who don't know, this is actually my second podcast. My first podcast was called 25 Meets 40 with my younger sister. So since I said younger, you can figure out who's the 40 and who's the 25. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not anymore. We're older. Yes, we're older now. (laughs) But I'll still always be older. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it still doesn't help the, the cause. No, no. But I have asked Courtney to come back on the mic with me tonight to talk about a um, a book. We were part of a book discussion group on the, the Facebook page and wanted you to, to talk about the book with me. But before we get to that, so what's the update for some of our listeners? What are you up to these days? What am I up to? So uh, nothing too much. Just work. Um, updates with work. I'm still working for the trucking company that I I was working for before. If you did follow the 25 meets 40, um, looking at getting a promotion possibly soon within the next wow. couple months-ish, Okay, maybe. Uh, not really looking forward to it, but oh. you got to do what you got to do for money. Okay. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, that's work. And then still dating, for any of the listeners following from the dating episode, (laughs) I'm still dating that guy, and things are going really well. Well, good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah, again, from, you know, some of our our questions episode, that is the number one question that I get, (laughs) is Courtney still dating that guy, or how's her dating life? So thank you for updating us on that. Anytime. (laughs) (laughs) So as you can tell, we're excited to to be here together to do this episode. Maybe we'll have some more episodes together, or maybe we'll have an opportunity to share some of the past 25 Meets 40 episodes with you guys. Oh, yeah. So today we're going to be talking about the book, Girl, Stop Apologizing by Rachel Hollis. I really enjoyed this book. I thought it was interesting. I know it's gotten a lot of press. This is her second book in that self-help range. She is a um, an author of fictional work too, but in the self-help, this is following uh, "Girl, Wash Your Face." Oh yeah. Yes. So in this book, she's she's broken down into three areas: excuses, behaviors, and skills. What'd you think about that? Her breakdown of it? Yeah. Did you like how she kind of broke down her book and put it into those categories? Yes and no. I'm a little bit confused. I'm a little on the fence of this book. I don't know if it was just my timing of reading it or her work that I wasn't the biggest fan of. But I think think how she broke it down, it was pretty good. It 
it touched on everything and it seemed to flow well. All right. It wasn't like she was like going back and forth on things. So, so I j- think just to expand because I, I wasn't clear being clear on that. So part one is excuses to let go of. Part two is behaviors to adopt. And part three is skills to acquire. So those are yeah. the, those are the three areas. Yeah, it was, it was good. Oh. I, on your question of how it was broken down, it was broken down well. For me, there were there were two the two parts that really spoke to me. The first part, excuses to let go of, and then the skills to acquire. The behaviors to adopt. That's where I kind of got lost, and I think. With the book group, it was that middle section that really started losing people. Um, mm-hmm. But then when I got to the skills to acquire, that's where I started Zooming again. That's where I felt like I was really gaining some some knowledge and some information. Yeah, I can't say that there was like, a, like the part sections, like one full one that really, I was like, oh, this is awesome. I really didn't like her writing. It just didn't really speak to me too too much. Okay. So um, I, I struggled with that. And then also I think a lot of it, I think the reason why you love this book, because I think this book is literally the reason why you started finding myself. Okay. The, everything is like about being a mom and how you don't want to be, uh, you don't want that title of a mom, of a, of a wife, of a, a guidance school school counselor that you were talking about like you just want to be Meredith and you want to find something that like gives you passion type deal and so Mm -hmm. like that's what she was talking about and I was like I don't relate to that too much because I'm not a mom yet so but I there were some different like those like inner because like with every for anyone who doesn't know like within every part there's then the chapters and it lists them out and so I think a lot of mine were in excuse four, which is I'm not enough to succeed chapter, and then behavior five, build foundation for success. Those were the, like, chapters where I was like, ooh, I really like these. And I'll agree with you about how, like, who she's speaking to. I don't think you necessarily have to be a mom to like her writing. Mm Mm-hmm. I think in some some of her books, she spoke from her beginning stages, um, yeah. the earlier her, and kind of to show us where she came from. But now she's speaking from a mom where there's so many other things that you could be doing with your time that you really need to hone in on what you're working on and make it a priority. Yeah. And know that that's okay. Yeah. So I no, yeah, that that's definitely her basis of of everything. So like you don't for listeners out there who haven't read it who are thinking about it, it's definitely not just geared towards moms. I just couldn't get into her writing. But it it's a good book. I, I just, you know. I think some of the the main themes or overarching themes you can see even from the book cover. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I believe that we can change the world, but first we've got to stop living in fear of being judged for who we are. I think a oh. lot of a lot of times we think more about what are people going to say about me? What are other people going to think? Are they going to think that I'm 
silly, ugly, stupid, you know, yeah. unintelligent. Um, if I try this, um, you know, I can't do that because what will people say? You know, we, we give yeah. those excuses. Um, another quote from her that's in the intro. The intro grabbed me right away. I was underlining things. But when you understand that you don't have to justify your dreams to anyone else for any reason, that is the day that you truly step into who you're meant to be. Oh, yeah. No, I like that quote, too. That was one of my favorite ones. That, that so makes sense to me. In, as you referenced, me trying to find something for Meredith, find something to fill my soul. Um, what was I going to try? And that fear of being a podcaster, putting my voice out there, telling someone that I'm a podcaster. Um, at first, I didn't tell people what I was doing and I was kind of quiet about it. Now I'm getting a little bit more vocal that I'm doing a podcast. Uh, but what are people going to think? Do they think that I have the personality to pull it off? Do they think I have something worthy to say? Um, you know, worrying about what people would say, I'm worrying less and less. Yeah. Yeah. No, she uh, just talks about how you just got to go and just be you. Yeah. Just find you. And another, another early quote is, don't be afraid of failure. Be afraid of never achieving anything at all because you were too afraid of what others might think of you for trying. That was one of the quotes, too, that I underlined and highlighted on. I've always said the quote, if you're not failing, then you're not trying hard enough. Yeah. I always used to say that to myself, like, during tennis and high school and stuff like that. So I connected with her on that quote, yeah. for sure. Failing means you're living. Yeah, you're doing you're doing something. You're not just sitting around and being in a comfort zone and just taking up space in the world. Yes, recently I've been doing some research about comfort zone and the other zones that are out there. We talk a lot about comfort zones, but there's other zones that I've, I've been looking into. So that's going to be some more discussion on a Facebook Ooh, post okay. coming up. But yes, I, I agree with that. I think, and I love how you related that to life, like in tennis. Like if yeah. I'm not failing, I'm not putting myself out there. I'm not trying. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, if anyone ever told me like you're not trying hard enough, like with like tennis, that's where it all started. I'd be like, well, at least I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. would be like, okay, well, that's true. Yeah. I was like, I'm trying. Like, can you not see that? Like, it's not like I'm sitting here just like, not wanting to do this. I'm wanting to do it. I'm practicing. It's just got to take time. I think another overarching theme that I took is that it takes time to achieve our goals, to achieve our dreams, uh, to really find our purpose. It takes time. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. Um, And I really appreciated her saying that because we look at her as someone who is doing great things and we want to be like her we want her energy we want her enthusiasm we want her attitude that didn't happen overnight and she's very honest about that oh yeah so she she was very honest in saying don't compare your beginnings to my middle 
It's easy to see someone else's success and be discouraged by it because we assume our first efforts won't measure up. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. No, yeah, that's so true in, in all of it. So I, I, like that, that spoke to me too, that she really, you know, honed in on it. it it's not an overnight situation. She has a roadmap strategy that she uses, mm-hmm. which I, I thought was interesting. Um, it makes sense, but I love the visual that she gives it of an actual roadmap. So she wants you to start out with the finish line in mind. Like, yeah. where are we going? There's the finish line. And in the, the book, she actually shows a graphic of here's the finish line. This is what my finish line is. Then she's got a starting point. You know, where am I starting at right now? And then you find guide points in between the start line and the finish line. Where's my kind of, I'll call them benchmarks. What am I working to yeah. now? Because I can't get to the finish line overnight. Not going to happen. There are going to be things that I need to do to lead up to that finish line. What are they? What are our smaller goals or action steps or things that we can Mm -hmm. achieve that will add up and get me moving forward towards that finish line? Oh, yeah. No, I like that, too. And in with all that, she was talking about how you need to just focus on one goal. She's a a one-goal person, not a... Let's get a goal here, get a goal there, and move towards all of them all at the same time. It was focus on one, achieve it, and then find your next. Which that that corresponded with one of the questions we had in the book discussion group. And mm-hmm. I had answered that I tend to have multiple things going on at a time. Um, and not that I necessarily want that, but I'm that's just how my brain works yeah that I I get ideas and I start moving on an idea as I'm finishing up something else um you know sometimes it works out great that I have the energies and the opportunities to do both other times I probably shortchange myself because I don't have everything that I need to do both really well oh yeah no I I cannot focus on more than one thing at a time like especially like goals for me goals I set for myself are usually habit changers type goals okay and so for me it's just so hard like I can only do one at a time like I try to do uh flossing my teeth every day and drinking water every day and yeah that doesn't sound like it's hard (laughs) but for me it's so hard to do both of those like I'm like this is just too much effort I don't know how other people do this like not I stopped both of them (laughs) no I know well look it's still in the back of my mind but I can't say it's like one of those like things where it's like because I tried having both of them in my head every single day and eventually I was like this is tiresome all right Courtney you need to go back and listen to our new year's resolution episode get those strategies back I know I Trust me, I've, I kind of fell off my passion planner for a little bit <gasps> there. Because when I, look, I'm telling y'all, this new job, like, promotion of mine, it screwed up everything of my daily life. And so those, like, three weeks really messed me up. So trust me, I've been trying to get, slowly getting back on. Like I said, only one step <laughs> at a time for me. 
Well, what, I mean, one of my, since we're talking, one of my New Year's resolutions was reading more. You actually brought that up in our episode. of, And I said, oh, I probably should do that. I have been reading. And part of my strategy is we did the book discussion group. I had accountability to yeah. other people to keep reading. So that was part of my strategy to keep my resolution up. There you go. Having that accountability piece, which we talked about that in our episode. Girlfriend, come on. I know. (laughs) Come on. Got to get back on it. As Rachel states, you can choose your attitude, your focus, and your intentions for any situation, no matter what it is. Yes. Page 199. All right. Well, see, that also kind of relates into, so I talked about, um, one of the sections that I liked, it was, uh, it was page 34 in excuse number four, I'm not enough to succeed. And she said, you cannot keep living in the excuse that something happened. And she was talking a lot about her like previous life and how she, um, all the uh, trauma from her past and how like you have to get over that and you got to like choose your own attitude and you have to just move like move forward with it like it's there it's always going to be there but if you want to you know have a successful life or like do something like you have to choose that attitude that you're going to get that and not keep going back to the things that previously happened in your life I agree I agree we we have choice on our attitude yes as I, I say to my kids at school, crappy things happen in life. That, mm-hmm. That's a given. We're all going to have our different crappiness. But it's how we handle that crappiness and the attitude that we take. Do we let that crappiness knock us down and we stay down? Or do we get back up to kind of fight another day, to live another day, to succeed another day? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, even in the most... I always say, you know, with attitude and all, it's like, who who wants to be grumpy, mad, upset, sad all the time? Like, that just sounds so tiresome. And no, no one wants, like, I can't, I've never heard anyone say, like, that's the attitude that I want in it. But some people, it's just like, not, like, you can't do anything for them to, like, get a happy attitude. And some people have asked me, like, like, how are you, like, you're just, like, okay with things. And it's just like, well, the thing is, is like, I don't have a choice to not do this. So my only choice right now is my attitude and things like, especially like at work. Like I can't, like when work is stressful, I can't change that because like, what do I just not come into work that day and be a horrible employer, like employee? Like, no, I can't do that. Like I still have to go to work and still do my job. I just have to choose it, my attitude then and to make it through that day and make it a better day. Yes, I totally agree. I totally agree. So just kind of in a a wrap-up sense, um, I think this book is a great book. It speaks to so many different people. And it could be used as that you read it from cover to cover. Or I think this is a book that you could look at the table of contents and see Mm -hmm. what works for you. I think, yeah. I think this book is going to be a book that I keep on hand 
because some of the chapters and some of the concepts are worth reviewing. Yeah, you know, help you refocus in an area. Definitely refocus, maybe get some inspiration, um, some motivation. I think looking at her um, roadmap strategy may work in certain situations. She also has the strive for five. Strive for, yep. strive for five hours a week of working towards your goal at least five hours a week, if not more. Um, so I think there's some concepts in here that are, are worth revisiting at different times to, to just stay on the path and have that motivation. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, I am looking to do another book discussion group with the Facebook community that we have. I've had some suggestions, but I'm looking for more. I'm also going to be doing some polls on when the best time to do the next group is. Um, but I'd love to hear from the listeners. If anyone wants to jump on the Facebook community page, give me some suggestions, um, talk about any books, check us out as far as the book discussion groups. I'd love to get more people involved just so we hear more voices. Oh, yeah. The, I, if you're looking to read a book, and especially a book that the group discussion is doing, I think it was fun chatting with other people and actually like putting your thoughts down into words and having that discussion uh, was nice. The, the discussion was great, and I think, just like I mentioned a few minutes ago, the accountability. You know, I made it a point to, to sit down and read. I don't think, you know, the expectations were unreasonable by any means. Um, so, you know, it's just a great opportunity to kind of spend 10 minutes a night reading, um, and be able to join with other people, you know, on your thoughts of, of the book. Yeah. All right. I agree. Well, Court, it was great to have you back on the mic. Yeah, it was back. It was was fun being back. (laughs) (laughs) We've missed how to talk. (laughs) Yeah. We've missed you on the mic, so it's good to see you. Thank you. All right. Well, maybe there will be another topic that we can invite you back on. Oh, yeah. Always excited to join. All right. Well, great. Well, we'll see you back here next time at uh, Finding Myself. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, Feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time.